Welcome to JD Inspo Podcast. I'm your host, Janae Dempsey. JD Inspo Podcast is a safe space for women all around to come together to be inspired, motivated, and uplifted. Most importantly, we will talk about self-care, self-love, and many ways you can elevate to the highest version of yourself. So sit back, relax, and tune in. Hello, you guys. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 12 of JD Inspo Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this is your first time, be sure to follow me on Facebook and Instagram, JD Inspo underscore, to stay connected with me. Today's podcast episode is titled as Breathe In, Breathe Out, featuring Lindsay Casey. So as you guys know, I always say I meet special and amazing women on via Instagram. And so me and her actually met and have been following each other since then, and our connection has been fairly strong. Um, She's an amazing woman on purpose so you'll hear more about what she does shortly so honestly there was a delay in me getting this podcast episode out um, because I just was at like a standstill for myself honestly within these past few weeks and I kind of lost my spark and motivation Um, if you follow me on Instagram yesterday you see that I posted something and I really did that because I had quite a few people reach out to me just making sure that you know I was okay saying they haven't seen me post in a while and it was really touching to me because I was very grateful that people reached out to me because people don't know what goes on behind the scenes of being a woman influencer. There's a lot that goes into it. And for some reason, I just lost my spark and I can't really explain how I did. And so um, even when I would try to post or I would try to come up with content, it was something like a force or something that was just holding me back from not doing it. And I don't know what it was. Slowly but surely, I've been getting there to kind of get back in the groove of it, especially when people started texting me reaching out to me so it just means a lot because I know there's people looking forward to what I have to post every day they're inspired and motivated by it in some way um but you know I'm human at the end of the day I go through things like I said my life is not 100% perfect and so in the midst of me not posting I kind of was doing some spiritual maintenance for myself and kind of doing some deep reflection just trying to figure myself out as a person just trying to figure out where I want to be I'm just thinking ahead of in the future and then you know five years I'm not just thinking about this year or next year I'm thinking about five years ahead of where I really want to be and so I just been trying to manifest a lot and work on a lot and really get myself in a good hit space with all of that so I just kind of like took a quick break but like I said I'm slowly but surely getting myself back in the groove so again thank you to everyone who reached out to me thank you for everyone who follows me and um you you're getting yourself inspired i hope that my posts are really helping you to kind of be amazing on purpose and do the things that you want to do so um i hope you guys all have an amazing week as well and take the time that you need to for yourself let's normalize that it's okay to take a break when you need to let's normalize that if you need to go mia from social media it's okay and let's normalize that it's okay to go through experiences and you know they're not there to hinder you per se they're more so there to help you to kind of have a better future for yourself and you learn something from those experiences as well so you know always keep that in mind for yourself um so the holidays are approaching um you know thanksgiving and christmas as well um and this month i am doing a buy black sale the buy black sale ends on november 30th pretty much um you get everything 20 percent off your entire order it's automatically applied at checkout i would definitely encourage you guys to buy from a black owned business especially through this holiday season so support small business owners as well if you can that's um really amazing when you do because even though we're small business owners we do believe that we're our 
our business will be big someday. So we like to dream big, even though it's starting off as small, because, you know, everything that, you know, is big now always started off small before. So make sure you support some black owned businesses in this holiday season. Um, for me, to be quite honest, um, if you guys are listening to this, please, by all means, keep me in your prayers, because honestly, Thanksgiving and Christmas are the most two hardest holidays for me to get through. Um, Mother's Day is kind of definitely the hardest one for me to get through, but um, Thanksgiving and Christmas are the hardest too because those were the holidays that my mom made really special ever since I've been little. Like ever since I've been little, my mom always went out for those holidays. So her presence not being here and just kind of having to know she's with me, with me in spirit, um, it does bother me in some ways because I want her to be here. I wish she could be here for all the amazing things like I feel like I'm really walking in my purpose and doing the things that I want to do and I just wish she was here to kind of cheer me on and be my cheerleader but I know more than anything she's with me in spirit um but my grieving process is just much harder um, for me to process stuff like um, I, don't, I didn't really share like any of this stuff um, or maybe I have in like my earlier podcast episodes but normally around this time like sometimes my mood will change drastically to the point where like I won't get out of bed I'll stay in bed all day I won't eat I won't sleep I won't shower and I've had those moments um, just because the grieving process is really really hard for me and so you know I can't tell when I'll get in that space but sometimes it does randomly happen for me where there's nothing I can do but just cry out and stay in bed all day and even if I physically wanted to move my body to get myself out of bed I couldn't but I knew in that moment if I'm able to just breathe and that was all I was able to do for the day I was okay with that in those moments so you know I probably will get in that space again hopefully not but I just ask that you guys keep me in your prayers and your thoughts this holiday season I know everybody's probably excited and looking forward to it I just try to get through it the best way that I know how to um I try to make it very special for my little sister as well we always have a thing where like Thanksgiving we um cook and we put up the Christmas decorations and things like that so I really do try to be strong for her um every time it comes time to put up the Christmas tree that's when I had my breakdown because that was like a thing we did with my mom with putting up the Christmas tree so every year when I have to put the Christmas tree up in my house like I really have a hard time um it's really hard to just get through those small things that people don't understand so please by all means keep me in your prayers I know I keep emphasizing that but like I said around this time um it's kind of harder for me to like grieve um and kind of just trying to process everything for what it is because I feel like holidays really hits home for me that my mom is not in my life um but I know that she's with me in spirit and if you are one who has experienced the loss of a loved one through this holiday season I will definitely be thinking of you guys I will definitely be praying for you and by all means reach out to me if there's any direct prayer you want me to say when I'm praying um, because I'm thinking of you guys as well. So um, I decided that I am going to do a few more episodes before I close this season out um, and I'm going to return back in the springtime. I'm probably going to do about like six or seven more episodes before I close this second season out. This second season has been super amazing, just bringing so many amazing women on. It's really helped me to get out my comfort zone and talk about my journey and my struggle and things that I've been going through. And I'm thankful and grateful for everyone that has tuned in, that has shared my podcast. I reached 1.2K listens so far. 
so it's just super amazing within the course of just you know me starting this out in january that my podcast has reached 1.2k listens so i'm very grateful and thankful for that um other exciting news is that over 100 physical copies of my book have been sold on different websites and when i was looking at the report i was really taken back and excited just to see that people have actually been purchasing the book and i really hope that it's helping you in your journey if you have purchased the book as well so thank you everyone for all the love and support that you've shown me um, whether it was through sharing my post purchasing something from me because it truly means a lot to me so the next thing I wanted to share with you guys is that um, I know I discussed that I would be doing a women empowerment um, event, which is my first event. That's the vision board party. And then also my very first uh, women's brunch. However, because COVID has taken a rise and we're back in this phase again, I'm going to have to wait until January 1st to see how that plays out. Now, what I'm thinking is that... Um, because of how I had everything set up to do my vision board party for the two different dates that I had in mind, I think I might have to convert it to virtual. Um, I really didn't want to, but I think for this particular event, I may have to since it's going to be in January. Um, and I'll kind of figure out how that will go. Um, I'm really hoping that I can still have my women's brunch on um February 28th, God willing, if he allows that or if COVID, you know, kind of calms down, I don't know. Um, but I'm really hoping I was kind of like taken back by that too. And that's probably why I was in a little bit of a bad space because I've been really looking forward to getting back to my women empowerment events. And that kind of is COVID is just kind of delaying the process of all of that. So I think that was another part of the reason why I took like a step back when I was frustrated to see that um, as well. But I know that, you know, things happen in its life. So you know, it's totally fine. Um, so what I'm doing right now, I'm kind of finishing off the semester of school. Um, I've really been like winging it with school, you guys. Like, don't ask me how. I've just been getting through it. It's really hard when you have to do everything online between work and class and everything else. Um, sometimes it can be overwhelming and challenging, but I've really been getting through the semester the best way that I know how to. Um, so, you know, take the time that you need to, like I said, um, for yourself. I can't stress it enough, um, especially if you have a lot of things going on. I know for me, I have a lot of things going on. So I always have to take a step back from certain things and kind of like recharge and reset when I need to. So the quote that I have for today for this podcast episode is, you need friends who will put you on opportunities without fear of you getting ahead of them. I'll say that again. You need friends who will put you on opportunities without fear of you getting ahead of them. I find this to be a key quote just because I feel like there have been instances where I would ask people certain things that have had more experience than I had when I first started out in my journey. And I kind of felt like they would not really tell me certain things because there was this fear of like maybe I would do better than them or I would accomplish more than them. And now that God has really revealed to me so much in terms of family and friends and people um, that have just acted different towards me since I've started out my journey and I've been consistent in it, he's really revealed some things to me, but then he's also brought some amazing people into my life that I haven't met. Um, and if you're one who are listening and I've never met you, but we have a connection, I'm talking about you because you're identified to me as like a sister to me more than just like a social media friend. But God has really brought some amazing women into my life throughout my journey that I met over social media that have helped me that, you 
know, I've helped them in their journey whenever they've asked me questions and they've been help- helpful to me as well. So I'm just grateful for that, that the community that I have where it's no like um, negative vibes. It's all good energy. And I can trust these women. I know I can count on these women and they know they can count on me for the support or any kind of questions or anything that they may have for me. So it's really important that you surround yourself by those type of people who will not be intimidated by you and what you're doing in your success and worrying like, okay, if I tell her this, is this kind of going to help her get ahead of me versus me being back here and she's all the way up there? I don't think it should be a thing like that or for anybody to have that mindset. It's all about growth, honestly and kind of the mindset that you have for yourself, a mature mindset to understand that you know, when it comes to time and seasons, it's different for everyone. It's not the same thing. And, you know, people can imitate you and try to take whatever it is that you're doing, but you have to keep in mind for yourself because, like I said, it's about mindset. You have to keep in mind for yourself. People are going to try to imitate what you do or try to take away from what you do, but they're not going to be able to do it like you, if that makes sense. Because I think a lot of people run into that issue where, you know, if they see someone else doing something they're doing, they're kind of like, well, dig, she just took my idea or she's basically just copying me. But you got to realize that people are not going to do things the way that you do it's been plenty of times where I've seen people imitate stuff that I do and I don't get upset by it because I know they can't do it the exact way that I do it but I will say in short you know it's all about surrounding yourself around those kind of people that won't be intimidated by your success and what you do and you will encounter those experiences because I have in multiple instances in my journey and everything is just a learning experience so you know keep that in mind for yourself So let's dive into today's episode of Breathe In, Breathe Out featuring Lindsay Casey. All right, you guys, on this podcast episode, I have here with me Lindsay Casey. Me and her actually met via Instagram and kind of stayed connected since then. So, Lindsay, I first and foremost want to thank you for joining me on this podcast episode. How are you feeling? I'm doing good. I'm excited to be here. So thank you. You're welcome. So I guess starting off, tell us a little bit about yourself and where you're from. So I am from Sonoma County, which is like near the Bay Area, Oakland, San Francisco area, so Northern California. Mm -hmm. And I teach yoga here. And I also work at a college. So I'm in that kind of transition phase. Um as a woman stepping into like more entrepreneurial work, Mm -hmm. you know, from working like the day job and like leaving security and like all the things and going into teaching and writing more. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And so um, what kind of work do you do? So I work at a college. Um, It's admissions work. So I just do like stuff there and I work there. For a really long time, girl, like 13 years almost. <laughs> wow. Uh, so it's like I've wanted to move on and do something else once mm-hmm. it, you know, was no longer like fulfilling because I love what I do. Like it's student services. Okay. Um, but especially even now working from home, it's even way different. We don't have that interaction with the students. So mm-hmm. it's even less personal, you know, and less in alignment yeah. with what I want to do. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of going into the next question, how have you been making out with this whole pandemic since it started? I feel like the pandemic kind of shifted things in a lot of ways for people. Um, so how have you been making out with it? It's It's been a lot, you know, mm-hmm. and in just different ways. 
Mm -hmm. And, you know, as a mother, you know, having two kids and suddenly being, you know, a teacher, like, obviously they have teachers, but, you know, at the end of the day, I'm yeah the person, you know, I'm the vice principal walking the halls, you know, like, yeah. hey, you're doing what you're supposed to do, like all the things. And then also working from home, Yeah, you know, so still answering a phone for an admissions office, you know, from my bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks a little bit with kids, you know, so it's yeah. a lot different in that way. Mm-hmm. and just personally you know and as far as like my writing and stuff like that I definitely I think because I'm le- I'm not out in the world as much yeah. my creativity is less or has mm-hmm. been less it's slowly coming back you know as I hear I'm kind you. Of working on it but like mm-hmm. yeah and I feel like man I should be using this time to be creative but I don't And I think that's okay. No, I think that's okay if you don't feel as creative as you want to be. Because like I said, we're going through a pandemic. So for a lot of us, we're trying to figure out how that works for us. And that looks different for everyone going Mm -hmm. through a phase of this whole pandemic. It's kind of like a group project we're all doing together, right? But we all have our own individual parts. And so um, I feel like I lost my spark in some ways. It's really hard to be creative, especially if you're like a content creator. So always trying to be creative and making sure you reach your audience and making sure you can engage with your audience can sometimes Mm -hmm. be tough. And um, I just remember when this pandemic started, I kind of was like frustrated for a few days because I was like, all these things I had in mind that I wanted to do, now I can't do it. So it's like, okay, what's the ultimate way that I can make things work and still be able to engage with people? Because now it's like, everything is just virtually at this point for us pretty much with school, with work. That's kind of like all we know at this point. Um, So it kind of is unfortunate. And so, you know, what I want to ask you next is how are your kids making out with this whole virtual process thing? Because I know it's a bit challenging. It's, it is, it definitely is. And the biggest thing for them, you know, the one thing that's been consistent has been the social part of it, you Mm -hmm. know, not being able to see their friends, you know, and, you know, so ending the school year last year, not seeing their friends and starting a new school year, you know, going the whole summer. So that has been the hardest. Mm -hmm. And then for me, just, you know, being, like finding that space between being mom, you know, you're already yeah. a disciplinarian, you're already, you know, the nurturer, but like <laughs> nurturer. Yeah. And, um, you know, and so now this other hat is, okay, now I'm the teacher. So like, my, mm-hmm. you know, my kids are tired of me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm all the things, you know, and it's mm-hmm. like, we've never been closer. Um, and it's really cool in some ways, but then in other ways, you know, it's yeah. it's hard because it's there's not a lot of space. Yeah, I think it's pretty tough too. Um, and like I was saying, my sister, she's a senior, and so everything has been done virtually. And it's kind of mm-hmm. unfortunate because we're not sure if she's having like a graduation or if she's even having a prom. So you know, it's just trying to figure out, okay, what's an alternate way I can be creative for her to still have a fun experience ending off her senior year? And I think that's what a lot of parents are probably questioning at this point, especially if they have a child that's graduating from high school. So it's not not fun because the kids are not having that real social engagement everything is just being virtually done at this point or they're probably connecting through like social media or something like that so you know it is kind of unfortunate in some ways how this pandemic has kind of like 
took a toll on people a little bit in some ways, Mm -hmm. if it makes sense, to not be able to have those regular social engagements. So it's like now when we do things, we have to do them with a certain amount of people. You can't have a large crowd. So it's been a lot. So I I can totally understand where you're coming from. So what would you say have been some strength and challenges for you so far this year? Um, You know, as you're talking and listening, it's like... Mm -hmm. It's so interesting because a lot of the things this year that happened that, you know, were negative or unexpected, Mm -hmm. I think definitely for myself and I just think collectively for a lot of people, it's also uncovered things that were like kind of just below the surface for us personally and, you know, and clearly collectively, you know, Mm -hmm. just in society and beyond and you know, I think that that was the blessing of this year, yeah. you know, even for me, you know, I was already on like a healing journey. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, 90% done with my book Good. and, you know, my healing journey mm-hmm. has deepened, you know what I mean? Good. Like I just, even though it was hard, I'm trying not to cuss. No, <laughs> I'm just no, gonna drop you're an fine. You're fine. Twenty twenty has been hard as fuck. Yeah. Like, can we say that? Yeah. We <laughs> can, can we just be real one time? <laughs> we now? can. It's been crazy, and you know, for, as a parent, you know, as someone who teaches self development, who you know teaches yoga and like has mm-hmm. all these tools, you know, from the outside looking in. Yeah. Um. You know, and being in the same boat as everyone else dealing with the pandemic for the first time in my lifetime too and still wanting to be of service and Mm -hmm. you know realizing as the year went on I also need to be okay and so you know it triggered a lot for me but it was stuff that I needed to look at and it was such a blessing you know like I've never felt closer to God like I've never felt closer to my kids you know as much as there's other issues just that have come up through the pandemic and mm-hmm. things like that yeah it was all stuff that needed to be looked at and I'm a firm believer in you know we can't run from the painful stuff exactly all, always exactly. you know like sometimes it's okay like sometimes it is too much and that's that's okay but yeah. like yeah we do have to sit with it at times yeah and that was this year for me so it was a lot of crying and that may sound crazy I mean no so you guys are probably like (laughs) yeah no same you know because it really like you know a lot of my girlfriends that I talk to like same thing like they're just like either relationship stuff that they're realizing Mm -hmm. or yeah things about themselves you know their needs and what they really want as they have more time to really sit with themselves yep yeah so it was a lot of that yeah no I understand (laughs) which is beautiful no I understand and listen it's okay to not be okay like we are all going to have our really amazing days where we have no worries in the world and then we're going to have some days where we're like what just happened like I just was fine today and now how did I get here so I've even had my moments in my own time you know I know people see me you know post consistently and things like that and I share those struggles but there have been Sometimes that I have cried this year that I had a nervous breakdown a few times 
all while trying to explore and figure myself out because I'm really big into self-reflection just like you are like that's a big thing for me always like analyzing certain things always checking in with myself always seeing how I can be better each day and then there were some challenges that I really had a hard time getting through and I had to say to God like God this is really hard for me to like process and you know sometimes we don't like to honestly deal with you know what we have going on we try to find ways to avoid it but it's like you really can't escape certain things when it comes to you you got to like really be able to work through those things you can escape from everything else in the world but when it comes to working Mm -hmm. on yourself and realizing you have some things going on with you that need to be um assessed you really got to work through those things and it's hard and I had a hard time with that like way before I started doing women empowerment and the things that I'm doing I had a lot of bad habits within myself and things that I did not like about myself that I will always try to avoid because I never wanted to like work through it but you know that's the hardest thing to face within ourselves like it's hard to face ourselves at times and we kind of like self-sabotage ourselves in ways and you know it's not about self-sabotaging yourself but kind of saying hey I know like I'm not perfect I know I have some things going on I know this is you know a human experience that everyone goes through when they don't feel like themselves and that's okay so I think it's okay to realize like you know you have some really good days and then it's okay to realize okay this day is not going so great for me or I have a lot of stuff that I'm dealing with and I just got to take it day by day if that makes sense so you know don't be hard on yourself ever Um, but yeah 2020 has definitely been a year it's been super chaotic it's been one that I didn't see coming to be honest with everything that's been going on but I think what we could shed light to I mean what I think is one most amazing thing is like the recent election that happened because I feel like that was like the best news of 2020 honestly (laughs) Um, it's been I've felt different since yeah what are your thoughts about it Girl, again. Where's the list? Um, let me pull the document up. It's so good. Like, I just, it's interesting because, and so timely for this year. Yeah. Because, like you said, like, I love that you say that. Like, you like to analyze and Mm -hmm. check things against yourself. And how does this really feel for myself and in my body? And, like, you know, Mm -hmm. and, you know, that is just how I've been feeling and you know that week just when we were getting those initial numbers in Mm -hmm. I remember because I don't watch the news like I you know like I I I don't go on Instagram and see what I need to know like (laughs) sadly like (laughs) somebody's gonna post it and then I can assess you know like the site I trust you know what I mean but like I'll get the tip (laughs) on Instagram yeah and so you know I I remember crying and I was surprised because I didn't realize how much I was kind of holding that in my body, mm. just like the stress because there was so much other shit happening. Yeah. So like the stress of the election, I was just like, well, I'm not gonna, I can't even, that's not even on the back burner. It's not even here. I can't even process that. Right yeah. Now. And so when I did finally sit with it, when I was starting to see the numbers come in, I remember feeling so, cause I knew he wouldn't win just intuitively. Mm-hmm. But like, just the fact that it was so close was so sad to me yeah. and so disappointing yeah. and so not surprising and so like, yeah, just gross. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, I like, we're you. still there, you know, like, fuck. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's disappointing, but so that was surprising to me. Mm-hmm. And then 
you know, then I was really invested in like watching and like all the sites <laughs> and like checking, mm-hmm. you know. And so when I did hear the news, I was like really excited. Mm-hmm. And like within like 10 minutes, I just started bawling mm. and I just felt like I could breathe, you know, yeah. and like, obviously it's going to be crazy. It's going to be a road. Like mm-hmm. it's still politics. It's still, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But there is a fucking black woman mm-hmm. from Oakland yes. in the White House. Yes. Like, yes. what's good? Let's go. Yes. Like, and I also feel because I've been slowly like feeling the motivation, and creativity coming back good. as I'm coming out the other side of like just the blow of like, oh, here's all this stuff that you need to look at, yeah. you know, by yourself yeah. this year. Um, and so coming out the other side of that and kind of seeing the lessons that came with that and starting to feel really good and motivated again, mm-hmm. you know, having that news was very, like, it's our time. Yeah. Like, I would be down to not, like, get on my shit and, like, put something out into the world right now. Yeah. Like, we are... Like, I feel more empowered. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. I have a little bit more swag. Like, I feel <laughs> like, you know, these white people in the grocery store are like, oh, okay. Like, they're looking at me mm-hmm. a little bit longer because they're like, damn, like, mm-hmm. what? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah like, we're in this bitch. <laughs> but like, yeah, like, it's exciting mm-hmm. and it's empowering. And I want to work with that, you know, momentum yeah. that I'm feeling. Yeah. How do you feel about no, it? No, like, so I love everything that you said. <laughs> like, I totally agree. I remember, like, um, shortly after I had went and voted that day, after I got off of work, um, and I started seeing the results, because when I first seen the results for the votes, I seen that Trump was in the lead, and my oh, stomach right. started to instantly cringe, like, and that's when anxiety <laughs> was starting to creep up on me, because I remember when he got elected years ago, and I remember I cried the next day, I had all this bad anxiety, so I felt like all those emotions were just, like, coming back in that space for me, and I was like, all right, Janae, you can be on social media right now, everybody's going to be on there you're going to see all these things so I was like what can you do to kind of like keep yourself busy so I was like maybe I'll just listen to some uplifting music but like even trying to do meditation listen to uplifting music nothing could help it was kind of like I wanted to know like what was going on I didn't want to like miss anything so I was just like not in a really good uh space and um I know that you know because I'm a blogger I was seeing like a lot of other bloggers like express the importance of voting but I just didn't I just wasn't in the space to really like share that stuff about politics because I felt like it's common sense for everyone to get out and vote and I just wasn't in the best space with myself to like encourage everyone to vote because I had so much anxiety and I was like dang I might have to post after the election because I just I really need to see how this is going to go um and then when I started seeing like protests and stuff like that um I was just like getting so freaked out but closer to the end of the week which was like um Saturday morning because I think that's when they announced it I just felt so good and relieved because you know her being the first female vice president that gives hope not to just you know younger generations but to us as women as well and showing us to not dream little but to dream big and that anything is possible and so um, I'm super happy for her um, kind of like just being in the lead and 
I do. And I have I have assurance that things will work out well from when Trump was in the office. Honestly, I do. So there is some mm-hmm. sense of relief. I feel I feel um, I feel comfort. I feel good to like wake up. I don't feel that stress and having to deal with this man and, and being able to look at him and his Twitter fingers and like the nonsense mm-hmm. that he posts. Uh, he He's something. But right. um, more than anything, I'm just grateful because I feel like this was the best news we had since like 2020, because I feel like honestly, if Trump would have won, like it would have been complete chaos all over in yeah. every city. Like, I'm pretty sure it would have been like riots, all types of things. Yeah. So that's why I'm just like grateful that, you know, Biden won and now he has her alongside with him, which is like super amazing. So um, I think everybody pretty much had anxiety last week, too. I don't think we were the only ones that experienced it. I think mm-hmm. everyone was going through that phase of feeling anxiety, getting worried and things like that. So, you know, but, yeah. you know, everyone, I feel like everyone is in better spirits and feels really good to, uh, it feels really good to just be in America and being able to wake up and know, like, we don't have to deal with that same nonsense or foolery anymore. So, and not have the shame of, yeah. like, this is, I mean, there's so much of, like, just anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Knowing that, you know, that's who's driving the bus. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's scary. Yeah, it is. So <laughs> let's dive into you and more about everything you're doing. So first, tell us more about your experience with becoming a yoga teacher and how long you've been doing it for. Um, I love this question. <laughs> so yoga, I found um, in 2014, like sort of on accident, I was like dealing with some like digestive health issues. Mm-hmm. And I had to have like this really intense surgery, which I couldn't, like I had to change like my exercise mm-hmm. routine. And the doctor's like, Oh, you should try yoga. You know, like, of course, like rolled my eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I've always been very like self-conscious, mm-hmm. um, especially then. And so I would do, but I loved working out. So I was like, okay, I'll try mm-hmm. it. But I was only doing like YouTube videos online because I was like, I don't want anybody to see me. Like, I don't know if I'm doing mm-hmm. it. Right. Like, I don't, you know, like I'm just going to do it. But I started to, you know, like follow along and like feel better, mm-hmm. you know, and I started to like notice like some of like my thought patterns, like just how I would judge myself, Mm -hmm. like when I was messing up in a pose and then I would realize, okay, I'm doing the same thing Mm -hmm. in this other area of my life. So like creating like self-awareness, which I had no idea what that meant or what that even Mm -hmm. was. And so, yeah, that's how I found yoga. Um, And then in 2016, I like super randomly decided to do a teacher training. Okay. And, um, it was in San Francisco. It was with my ex-husband at the Mm -hmm. times, like friend. And I was like scholarshiped in, I got a really good price on it. Mm -hmm. And it was a great experience. Um, the first time that I went in, it was me and this other girl who was like mixed. And then everyone else was like blonde. And I remember walking in Mm -hmm. And I walked out and I called like a friend of mine and I was like, girl, like, I'm not doing this. Mm. Like, and she was like, you better get your ass in there. Like, mm-hmm. and, like go, like you paid for this. Like, this is what you want to do. Mm. Like, and it was the best decision I ever made. Mm. You know, a lot of it is 
looking at your trauma and looking at your stuff so that you can be a teacher and your energy can be clear Mm -hmm. and you're not projecting your stuff on these students while they're open and breathing and trusting you in this space. What do you think it was Um, that caused you to kind of like walk out of the class? Because I just felt like out of place. Um, And you know, like I just already felt like really nervous about it. I had never, oh my God, I'd never been inside of a yoga studio mm. before. So all the classes I had done up until that point were by myself, like in my living room. Okay. And which is crazy in retrospect, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like to decide to do this thing and awesome, you yeah. know, like that's, you know, pretty brave. But in the moment, yeah, it was like, this was, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. What are we doing? You know? I had no idea what to expect, like, you know, Mm -hmm. and so it's, um, it was good. It was the best decision I ever made. And it was such a testament to, you know, stepping out of my comfort zone for the first time and, you know, Mm -hmm. really having a great experience with it. Yeah, I like that. Mm -hmm. And I think being able to overcome those fears and that trauma, um, it definitely does take some time to get there. And, you know, taking those steps, it's not always easy. I mean, it's always easier said than done. And it's like, once you do overcome those fears, you're like, all right, this is easy. Like, I could do this. Mm -hmm. And you push yourself. So I want to tell you this story, Lindsay Casey. So I don't Mm -hmm. know if you listened to my earlier podcast in my first season, or sometimes I'll share like videos and stuff on my blog page so at the time when I was unsure about what my passion and purpose was before I knew that I wanted to like um, do women empowerment I remember I remember going in Barnes and Nobles one day and I remember picking up a yoga book and for some reason I was really strong desire and told myself that maybe I should be a yoga instructor like maybe this is like my calling like seriously and so I remember sitting there like reading the yoga book looking at like all the requirements and everything and how much time I needed to commit and I was saying to myself when I was sitting there I'm like maybe this is not for me because all the time that I have to commit to it I have school I have all these things going on so I was kind of like talking myself out of it so it's so funny that you're a yoga teacher because at the time I really thought that was my passion and purpose like to be a yoga teacher and I was like okay I was just like randomly thinking it was I guess because I picked this book up but I just wanted to share that story with you because we were on the subject of it um but tell me more about these classes like how do you run your classes what is the experience like it is so my classes are very spiritual Mm -hmm. um which is depending on where you've taken classes it depends you know here in Sonoma County it's more of a physical practice. Mm-hmm. And so my training was, you know, it wasn't trauma-based, but it covered a lot of that. Okay. Um, and it really kind of went deep. And so my classes start with like kind of a conversation, getting people connected with the breath, mm-hmm. you know, getting them, you know, to clear their mind and drop into that internal like space. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so then like warm up movements just to warm the body. Mm-hmm. And then it just depends on the class. You know, there's different styles. Um, so for like a faster pace, you're going to have obviously more sweat. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still super introspective. Mm-hmm. And which I like to keep that. And a lot of students, you know, really love that. Like we have students that, you know, cry at the end of class. Wow. And not because they're upset or sad, but just more of like, wow, like I needed mm-hmm. this. 
you know, that thing you said about this or that, like that was like the exact thing that I needed to hear. And it's like, it's a really, it's such a great practice, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's so cool to be a teacher who isn't just, you know, a fitness instructor, a teacher who has walked through their own trauma and, Mm -hmm. you know, so has that understanding and awareness, you know, and can intuitively work with students in that way too. Yeah, I actually, which has been helpful. Yeah, I love that. And I remember um, I actually had sat in on your IG live um, and it was in the morning time. I think it was like right before I started work. And I promise you, and those like few minutes whether that was 10 minutes we spent or 15 minutes I wasn't sure I felt Mm -hmm. so refreshed after like because you have like I'm pretty sure the audience can hear it you have such like a soothing voice and even like when I listen to your podcast it's so like calming and comforting to me and so in that moment of doing the IG live and like listening into it like I just felt so refreshed after I felt so calm like I didn't feel worried about anything else that I had going on around me I literally was focused in that moment for myself um so that was like super helpful to me um and I'm sure you can probably share more with the audience um about that so um how many like students do you have and how do you like run your classes now I know it's probably different because we're like in a whole pandemic right now yeah no it really is and that's been the hardest Mm -hmm. part is you know here where I live in California we're you know one of the highest levels in the state and so like we can't eat inside Mm -hmm. we like everything's outdoors with a mask so you know there's no more indoor yoga Mm -hmm. which makes me want to cry but so I'm still able to teach outdoors so I teach at a couple different hotels um which is great and I usually don't get more than like two to five okay. people, which is good, you know, just for spacing wise, but you know, it is outside, um, which is a different mm-hmm. feel, but yeah, I mean, while we have some sunshine, we're doing that, but yeah, yeah. outside of that, I do like the virtual lives on Instagram, mm-hmm. which is fun. I want to do, and I've been super resistant to it, but I want to do like more virtual yeah. classes since obviously that's where we're heading, yeah. you know, and I just should have some just to have, yeah. you know, some video classes. So I'm super low tech. Like I am oh, going to be 37 <laughs> in two weeks. So I'm like the generation right before mm-hmm. the high tech kids. Um, and so I've been really resistant to the virtual because it's just so yeah. different, you know, yeah. but I think me being who I am and bringing the intention that I'm mm-hmm. bringing people will still get something out of it. And I'm getting that with the lines mm-hmm. and learning that through, you know, busting through that anxiety mm-hmm. of like, oh my yeah. God, I'm going to be live. So like everyone's looking and it's like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. You know, like you're watching someone else's live. What's mm-hmm. the difference? Like you could be doing mm-hmm. this and sharing, you know, what you want to share, but you're overthinking yeah. it. So hello. Yeah. <laughs> Always doing the work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I definitely want to do more virtual classes just kind of figuring out that platform you know whether that's youtube or you know just all of that so So i I honestly think you should but i do totally understand where you're coming from because you want to make sure people get that full experience versus if they're in an Mm -hmm. actual class class setting and i think that's a thing for me as well because um when the pandemic had first started i started doing virtual events through zoom and um Mm -hmm. it was still effective in a way but it didn't bring me that feeling that i really wanted to bring to the 
group and that's why I was just like you know what I'm gonna hold off on doing virtual events even though I know everybody's doing that right now because when I do Mm -hmm. my events and I do them in person I just feel like it brings more energy I can feel the vibes around me and I love that energy it's just harder to feel that when you're doing the virtual like experience or lesson for someone because you know of course they may have some distractions around them so it may be hard for them to focus Um, but I've seen people do really well with doing virtual events so you can probably probably do one and then see how you feel about it and then you can say for yourself "Hmm, maybe I'll wait or no this actually does work because you may have some people around who are interested in you know joining in on it Um, but I know I definitely want to get more into joining the lives when I can because I definitely enjoyed the one that um, I did Um, so I think your yoga experience is very different from other yoga experiences that I've gone to because it's more Mm -hmm. spiritually connected it's really helping a person just in that one that I did like really like tuning into themselves and kind of like just feeling free in that space no judgment zone at all and of course no one can see each other there of course but I really like how you know you shape your yoga experience for your clients and you know people who are watching to see so that's like really cool yeah no problem um so my next question I have for you well I already asked you if you're going to do virtual sessions um is there any particular um like focus you give to the group or each group that you do like besides spiritually connecting with them what are like some other things that you help them to try to like focus on you know the biggest thing is you know the breath And it may seem like obvious, Mm -hmm. but if you really think about it, you know, think about how little you think about how much you breathe, you know, and how deeply that you're breathing. And when we, even right now, if you take a full breath in and fill up your lungs Mm -hmm. and then empty that out, you're going to be like, wow, like my lungs are really big and I probably haven't been using the whole space all day (laughs) Mm -hmm. because I'm breathing shallowly, whether you're stressed or moving quickly or just that bad habit Mm -hmm. I notice it you know for myself um just how little I'm taking full breaths and you know that's going to affect how we're thinking and how we're feeling Mm -hmm. and you know so that's a big thing is just becoming aware of the breath Mm -hmm. and encouraging students to make that a practice Mm -hmm. you know and start to notice the change that they feel and then the other thing is really noticing the patterns of the yeah. mind no I love that um, I love that and which is like everything mm-hmm. you know and so I think there's so much that what we're dealing with you know stress-wise yeah. and everything else that it's important you know we need more moments mm-hmm. to reflect on how we're feeling yeah without judgment yeah you know? No, that totally makes sense because I think when you pay, because I don't really pay attention to like how well I'm breathing or how much I'm breathing until I'm like in a space to do like meditation or something like that. Mm -hmm. And so when I'm in that space, that's like the first thing I do first before anything, because I feel like that kind of sets the tone for me to like get in the groove of meditation or if I'm doing yoga or whatever, um, that's kind of helpful and really being able to focus on um, things like in the present moment and not really being too worried about those outside things that are a distraction so you know everything that I'm thinking about in that present moment so I do love that space and I think it's important for people to incorporate yoga or either meditation into their lifestyle because it's something that's just like so calming and soothing about it 
Um, and it's been really helpful to me when I had like really tough days and I'm like, okay, I don't know what else to do, but I know one thing, meditation is going to kind of like really help me. And I was in a really bad space the following weekend. And, um, I just remember when I did uh, meditation, it really raised my vibration. So that was like super helpful for mm -hmm. me. So I feel like either yoga or meditation is both, uh, helpful in a sense. Um, so you guys, Lindsay Casey, she also has a podcast as well. So um, tell us a little bit more about your podcast, um, the meaning behind it, and um, kind of what you dive into on your episodes. Yeah, no, of course. Um, so the podcast is called Choose to Become, mm -hmm. and it is based on a quote that is, I am not what happens to me. I am what I choose mm -hmm. to become. And it's by Carl Jung, okay. J-U-N-G, I think. And I remember hearing that years ago, and it really resonated, but I didn't really understand mm -hmm. it. And then I, like, went through, in 2017, like, a really unexpected, like, mm -hmm. divorce. Um, you know, like, I was, my car was totaled. I was rear-ended mm. by a wow. truck. Um, and then we, like, lost our house mm. the following month like in the big fires that we had oh, sorry to hear that. a couple years back. Yeah. And so it was like, literally I had lost everything and I came across this quote mm -hmm. again and it was like, it really, yeah, I don't know how to put it. Like it was just such mm -hmm. a, it was like a mantra almost like I am what I choose mm -hmm. to become. Um, and you know, it really, that's what the podcast is okay. about is it's self-development based and it's basically, you know, talking about, okay, if you've been through things, we've all kind of been through mm -hmm. things. Let's unpack yeah, that. Yeah. You know, like there's an episode about toxic people and kind of how to stay in our own life, mm -hmm. you know, and just kind of leading with gratitude and, you know, but it's not like the like, oh, we're all one mm -hmm. and like everything's okay. So we're not like spiritually bypassing. Like we're looking at yeah. our shit. We're looking at, you know, like, okay, this is what's not okay in society this is how you mm -hmm. can help you know what I mean like it's very it's kind of tough yeah, love yeah. you know like it's you've listened to it so it's a little you know it's a little bit edgy mm -hmm. I guess for some but I think it's just a lot of people have really resonated with it and I think it's because it's all stuff it's coming from such a place of compassion because it's all stuff that I'm mm -hmm. learning or have learned and I learned usually in a really hard right. way or I learned, you know, in my late thirties at this point in life where I'm like, oh my gosh, like, sis, mm -hmm. bro, like if you can, you know, kind of look at this now, like you're going to save yourself a lot mm. of grief or if you want to feel better, then you're going to have to kind of look at this shit yeah. that you're doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, you know, it's like self-development, mm -hmm. but keeping it, keeping it yeah. real, mindfulness based for yeah. sure. Um, but yeah, it's uh I started in January um, and I was really consistent. I've been doing about two good. a month, which, which is good. Um, but yeah, just, you know, wanting to keep it, mm -hmm. you know, something that I'm really yeah. proud of. No, know? I love that. So I didn't even realize we both yeah. started our podcast around the same time. I started mine in January mm -hmm. as well. And I love that your podcast episodes are pretty straightforward and to the point and you kind of pick a lot in one in that short amount of time, which I really do love. And sometimes I like take notes to help myself too. But I love how you are straightforward to the point and kind of saying like, girl, you need to recognize this. This is a problem and handle <laughs> it. And you are yeah, right. so I just love how you 
break it down and you're straight to the point and you're very authentic. So I love that you show a very transparent side of yourself too through your episodes, which I really do love. Um, so Lindsay Casey, I know you also have a blog as well. So tell us a little bit more about that. The blog was like, oh, it's like my first baby. It was, well, no, obviously not my mm-hmm. first baby, but my first, like, I'm doing my dreams mm-hmm. for this baby. That baby. Um, it started, gosh, last March, which is so interesting, like right around the time of the pandemic, but in 2019. Okay. I started the blog. I, like, built my little Wix website. I was so Good. proud of it. And... Um, yeah, like I started putting blogs up. I had bl- had a blog before with a okay. friend called My Black Experience. It was, gosh, 2015 mm-hmm. maybe. Um, but it just, it kind of fell through and we neither of us really had the time or space to, to put the energy mm-hmm. into it. So I'd been, that was when I really started falling in love with writing again mm-hmm. as an adult. Um, and I knew I always wanted to do something. So, you know, as a yoga teacher, because it's called Lindsay's Yoga mm-hmm. Lifestyle. As a yoga teacher, um, you know, it's the same idea as the podcast, like wanting to provide mm-hmm. tools, like it's more tips and tools with the blog, I think. Um, but yeah, it's like tips and tools, but also, mm-hmm. you know, like really straightforward, like, hey, like, this isn't their yeah. stuff, like, this is yeah. your stuff, this is, you're just being triggered, yeah. and that's okay, and it's okay. like, you know, like, you're not mm-hmm. a bad person, you're not failing, but like, this is like this thing yeah. you need to look at. And here's how to do that in a way that's Yeah, terrible. I actually really love you that. Know? Um, I know that, yeah. um, I think when I came across it and was looking at it, I know that you talk about self-love. So um, what I wanted to ask you mm-hmm. is, tell us more about your thoughts on self-love and why is it so important to practice in our daily lives? I love that you just said practice because that's exactly mm-hmm. what it is. And I think for a long time it was like this very abstract mm-hmm. thing and I think to a lot of people it is and it's like some days I don't love myself yeah. like I don't feel like I love myself because I'm not showing up in my best self and so it's a mm-hmm. practice self-love to me is something that I'm striving mm-hmm. to do um you know and so I can show up in my parenting and so I can show up in yeah. my relationships in a way that's yeah. authentic because growing up I wasn't shown love like in my adoptive situation which Mm -hmm. is a whole other thing but like growing up a lot of situations foster care like wasn't there wasn't love Mm -hmm. shown and so growing up I started to manifest relationships where you know there was physical Mm -hmm. abuse or there was you know it was basically repeating Mm -hmm. that pain you know I was playing it out um you know in my relationships but thinking but I was in, I was in victim kind of mm. mentality of like, why does this keep happening? Or here yeah. we go again, you know? So I was basically manifesting yeah. what? Um, until I started to like really get more spiritual and meditate and, you know, learn about my own anxiety and abandonment stuff and start to get language mm-hmm. for things. And then it was like, that was when I was able to fall in love mm-hmm. with myself because I was learning who I truly was. And I was like, oh wait, she's... I mm-hmm. like her, you know, because I'm actively working yeah. on her. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I love that um, concept that you share because 
self-love was a hard thing for me when I was much younger. Um, I felt like I struggled with it a lot in ways because I wasn't happy with myself as a person. Um, so I felt like I would mm-hmm. go look for love in all the wrong places. Not to say I was like this promiscuous girl just out there, but I really struggled with self-love and like not getting um, the attention I wanted from my dad at home. I, I have received a great amount of love from my mother, but the love that I received from my father, I kind of struggled with. And so for me, like learning to tell myself that I was beautiful and feeling confident in that was like hard for me at a point in time. And, um, you know, I created the Journey to Self-Love ebook a little while ago. um, And I kind of talk about my experiences of growing up and kind of like what my journey looked like for self-love so that women can like practice it in their daily lives as well. Because I feel like us as women, we really do struggle with self-love. And we don't like to analyze ourselves or look at ourselves and see what things we're struggling with when it comes to self-love. And I kind of ask friends all the time on a consistent basis, like, do you practice self-love? Because I don't want my friends to just focus on love when they're in a relationship, but I think it's important to Mm -hmm. focus on self-love, even with yourself while you're in a committed relationship, because you can, you can lose sight of that easily. I know from past experiences where I lost myself and loving myself because I was so drawn into my relationship and those things can happen. So I think it's something that's required. We should like implement it into our life like every day. Um, And that's why I was asking like your importance of like self-love and what your thoughts were on it, because it's a big and important thing to practice. Um, So my next question I have for you, Lindsay Casey, I know you said something about working on a book earlier you mentioned, so you don't have to dive into full detail, but tell us a little bit about the book that you're currently working on. The book has been amazing and crazy and all the things. (laughs) Um, I started it last summer, so last year in July, and I had it like almost finished and then the Mm -hmm. pandemic hit and... It's like I'm looking at basically right now, it's like I'm looking at I want to include, you know, what I've learned Mm -hmm. since the pandemic. And so figuring out, you know, reworking with Mm -hmm. editing, you know, how can I weave that in without having to write an entire other book? Or do I do a separate, you know, so I'm in that Mm -hmm. kind of space. But, um, you know, I'm going to be self-publishing, which is exciting. Um. And yeah, so I'm hoping to get something okay. out. It might be the choose to become book, which is like a self-development based book, like similar to the podcast where it kind of dives into okay. certain things. Um, but yeah, so it may be that or it may be a combination of two ideas. But yes, it will be dropping spring. Yes, that's super exciting. And I will be supporting you buying the book, of course. So that's super exciting. So, oh my gosh. Well, we'll talk more about this at some point because the book process, it's yes. a process. It is. That's a whole <laughs> it, episode. There are, that's a listen, whole there are ups and downs to it. So reach out to me by any means if you have questions because it's not yeah. as easy as it looks. It's not as easy as it looks like when I seen a lot of people like publishing books before I started the process, I thought it was a piece of cake. And honestly, it's not. And so anyone who is out there listening and you're considering starting a book, you really, really got to be patient because it takes a great amount of time to put your thoughts and energy 
into something like that, putting it into a book and hoping it's going to be effective and that people will actually like it and, you know, read it and things like that. So, um, but that's super exciting. I can't wait for 2021 to see when it comes out and what that will all be about. Um, So are there any other exciting projects that you're working on or the book is kind of like your main thing right now? Yeah, it's really just getting the book completed. um, And... Yeah, just keep cranking okay. podcasts and uh, get through yes. the holidays. Yeah, taking it. Yeah, that's a lot. I'm so <laughs> proud of myself, but like that's already a lot. But like giving myself those two kind of focal points and then allowing yeah. myself space. No, I love it. You know what I mean? Like just, I mean, that's practicing yeah. self love right there. It's like, okay, I know mm-hmm. the holidays are coming. I'm not going to overpack. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to set myself yeah. up for stress and then have no one to No, I hear you. Take it <laughs> you know? easy. So yes. self-love, hey, it looks different. Yes. It's not just level back. No, I totally agree. Um, yeah. So Lindsay Casey, tell us at least one thing that you would tell someone who is afraid to go after their dreams. What kind of advice would you give to them? Just mm-hmm. start just straightforward epic start (laughs) epic start because girl I mean hello I know there are people like shit thinking hearing that because that's Mm -hmm. what's tripping them up I mean you know it's I'm this is the same thing with the book it's like my anxiety is about starting because I'm worried it's gonna yeah. be hard you know what I mean and it's like like yeah. life is hard so yeah it's hard you know but it's like it's when it's optional which let's be real I mean our dreams unless we make them a mandatory are optional so they're the first thing to get kind of put yep. on the back burner it's the first thing that we yep. talk ourselves out of and usually the thing is yep. I'm not ready or I don't have time make the time mm-hmm. I know I love it <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna get shirts can we get shirts can we add that to the no shirts? you're like, very yeah you're very straightforward yeah. I say the same thing to people all the time just start <laughs> there's not a perfect time to be ready to start something you don't have to wait until January 1st to make it count or to start I love it so the last question I have to end this off Lindsay Casey is what does woman empowerment mean to you I ask every woman that comes on to my podcast episode <laughs> Oh my gosh, women's empowerment, man. And I've been thinking <laughs> about it because I've been listening. And then I also, it's like, you mm-hmm. know, looking at other things, but like, you know, women's empowerment to me is just supporting yes. other women with pure, mm, with pure like intentions. It. And supporting other women with yes. pure intentions, you know, and that, you know, and just mm-hmm. being clear on that, you know, and just showing up and treating others how you want to be treated especially mm-hmm. women because yeah it's us. you know what I mean like we are the future like we are the emotional like we're the ones that are like oh honey mm-hmm. to like everyone else and getting no no cool points yeah. no prizes no trophies you know we're just yes. out here so we have to be supporting each other mm-hmm. for the right reasons so it's never been a, a worst time yeah. I feel like for that as far as comparison and you know again yeah another episode but like just be mindful mm-hmm. you know and just be supportive yeah. or or don't mm-hmm. participate. you know what I mean like don't if you don't support it yeah you don't need to follow that you know so just being with yeah. intentions. I love it pure pure yeah. pure intentions and no hidden agenda yes yes Everyone. I love yes. it 
Well, Lindsay Casey, this was awesome. Please tell the audience ways that they can follow you and how they can stay connected with you. Yeah, so I'm on Instagram. That's like where I'm most active and it's at Lindsay Casey underscore and Casey is C-A-C-Y. So, of course. And then the website, there's like links in my bio there or the website is Lindsay's yoga lifestyle.com. And then the podcast, I'm such a plug right now. And the podcast is everywhere. Yes. You get your pod. (laughs) Um, I'm like, do I do my own right now? My own outro? Um, And it's choose to become. And uh, yeah, it's everywhere. And it's, it's good stuff. They're short, you know, short and sweet and. Like yes, she said, to the point. Because <laughs> that's how I talk to myself. It's all stuff that, you know, I wouldn't talk to myself any differently. So. Yes. Lindsay Casey, thank you so much for joining me today, being able to share your most transparent and authentic self with the audience and kind of just diving into what you do. It was super helpful. Um, you guys, make sure you follow her to stay connected. Make sure you check out her podcast and make sure when her book comes out in 2021 that you guys are first to purchase it. Thank you again, Lindsay Casey. Yeah, no problem. All right, you guys, that wraps up today's episode. I hope that this was helpful to you and inspire in some way. If you are not, be sure to follow me on Facebook and Instagram, JD and Spo underscore to stay connected with me. Please send me ratings and feedback on this podcast episode and share with others and take care until we meet again.